0: this episode is brought to you by stories that sing do you love storybook lessons as much as I do that's great because you can get three for free just by going to stories that net forward slash lesson plan sampler see you there it's a happy music teacher. are you elementary music teacher who's frustrated and overwhelmed. I'm Jeanette Shorey, a happy music teacher who loves teaching every day, but it wasn't long ago I was in your shoes. Join me Wednesdays to help you find happy in your music classroom. It's April and that means your students are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and so are you it's getting so close to the end of the school year. You know how that goes. Spring break is over and all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, the school year is over. And that also means you're probably seeing some interesting behaviors. I know that I was seeing some interesting behaviors even before spring break. So what are you, the over-exhausted it, music teacher, to do? Here's what I say. Read, read, read. Reading aloud to your kiddos can make them feel comfortable, distract them from any anxiety they may be feeling. You only have to watch their faces while you're reading to them to really understand exactly how they're feeling while you're reading to them. And it is good. It is calming to them. It helps them get through anxiety. It's one of those things that if your kiddos are starting to just get a little bit too riled up, all you have to do is pull out a book And start reading. And even if you don't have a specific plan, hopefully you do, because hopefully today I'm going to help you with that plan. But even if you don't have a plan, just look for the sound words and the movement words. And if you don't know what those are, you can go to pretty much any of my blog posts and figure that out. My blog is at stories that forward slash blog. And I talk about sound words and movement words. All you have to do is search for the storybook tips in my blog, but I will definitely link to the show notes as well. I have such special memories of my mom reading to me. She was the one who really helped me discover books and their ability to take you away someplace special, introduce you to people you may never have met, and help you discover something new. So I was with Devin and Taylor. These are my boys. And at the time they would have been 16 months old and pretty much a newborn i mean i started reading to my kiddos when they were baby babies to the point that they were not even able to sit up my my bigger guy was able to sit up devon was able to sit up but taylor wasn't i mean i'm telling you he was like a couple weeks old when i started reading to him and i did the same with devon and so we're lying on the floor on a blanket maybe a quilt and the sun is streaming in it is hot I've got the air conditioning just cranked and it is hot and it's the middle of the day because you know we just kind of anytime I was like I want to read some stories we would go ahead and do that and it would give us a little something to do plus it was just the most amazing experience so we're laying on our backs and Taylor is just kind of hanging and and he is enraptured. And Devin too. I mean at 16 months old, there is Devin just sitting there captivated by the story. Now I'm going to tell you I got really into it. I've got my voices going on and you know I'm doing my high voice and my low voice and I'm doing all of my vocal exploration so of course that helps. But they were just so captivated. So Devin was a struggling reader growing up, which broke my heart because I was like, oh my gosh, I read to him all the time. And he really didn't discover the joy of reading until he started reading the Harry Potter series. Now, he started reading it before I did. So once he started talking about it, I was like, mind blown. He's in third grade and he's finally starting to read and he was so excited about this series to the point that we started a tradition of when the movies came out, now they were bigger by this point, they were like teenagers, we would go with all of their friends on the Thursday midnight release and all of the moms, and it was the most amazing thing because the moms of their closest friends were also my closest friends. So I just had the best time with that. Devin is still an avid reader and now he's also a writer. He writes science fiction fantasy novels and he's not published yet but I will let you know when that happens. So even though he took his time being able to read, he just loves to read and he's so cute because he saves all of his books and someday he wants a library in his house with floor-to-ceiling books like the, the kind of library that you would see in a castle or something. That is his dream. He wants... I mean, he saves all of his books. It is the cutest thing. And don't tell him I'm saying he's cute because he's 29. He would not appreciate that. But anyway, so I very early on, this was before I started teaching because I came into teaching a little bit later in life and not, not until I was in my 30s. And I just really rediscovered a joy of reading through my kiddos. So I love to share storybooks in my classroom. As you know, I mean, I am the stories that sing lady, of course. And one of my favorite times to share storybooks is in the spring. I love to bring out all of the cute little bunny books and the chick books and the, um, the picnicking books. And I've got this really wonderful one that actually, um, Lale I can't remember her handle on Instagram, but we just did a giveaway, a spring giveaway a couple of weeks ago. If you missed it, I'm so sorry. We had seven music teachers and we gave away seven different spring lesson plans. Now you should keep your eye open for more of those because it was so successful and people were so excited about it that we are definitely going to do it again. But anyway, Lale was talking about the listening walk, which is a favorite of mine as well. And it was funny because, and it was funny because some of the things that she does, I do as well with the listening walk. But I want to go ahead and share with you Seven spring storybook lessons. We're calling this the spring storybook share, and you may hear me turning pages, so that might be a little random. But we're gonna start with Little Rabbit Foo Foo. And you may know the I'm paging through my books if you're hearing weirdness. Um, you may know, um, Little Bunny Foo, Foo. I don't know which way you know it as, but I know it as Little Rat. I know I learned the song as little bunny foo-foo you know little bunny foo-foo hopping through the forest scooping up the field mice and popping them on the head down came the good fairy and she said little bunny foo-foo i don't want to see you scooping up the field mice and popping them on the head I'll give you three chances and then I'm going to turn you into a goon. And that's exactly how I sing it with my kiddos and they love it and they love to do the too. So that's kind of fun. So this is little rabbit foo-foo. So what I've had to start doing is this is by Michael Rosen and Arthur Robbins or Robbins maybe. And I've had to start calling it Little Rabbit Foo, Foo because I love to read this storybook. This is just the most adorable storybook. And the rabbit is kind of like, he's not so cute. He kind of looks like an evil rabbit, but he's also fun. And there are some crows that look down on him and he's got a motorbike. So it's Little Bunny Foo Foo riding through the forest scooping up the field mice and bopping them on the head, and he's got this ginormous red hammer that he's using. Down came the good fairy, and she said, little rabbit foo-foo, I don't like your attitude, scooping up the field mice and bopping them on the head. I'm going to give you three chances to change, and if you don't, I'm going to turn you into a goon. So that is a super fun book, And the field miles, oh, the next one is Wrigley Worms, and it is hysterical because he makes one of the worms look like an accordion, and a couple of the worms have these, like, bumps on their heads. Um, So it's pretty cute. And then the fairy comes back down, and this time she comes down with her Mary Poppins umbrella, and then he scoops up the tigers. I mean, it is adorable. So, I love to use this storybook for up and down, and I love to use it for melody, for singing, for instrument play, because we will use our, um, down came the good fairy. We'll do a glissando on our glockenspiels. And then um, when Little Bunny Foo Foo goes hopping, then we use our hands together mallet skills. So that is the first one. The second one, again, I'm paging through my books so if you hear me, is called Good News, Bad News. And this one only has two words in it, good news and bad news. And this one's by Jeff Mack. And it is the adventure of a rabbit who just wants to take his friend rat on a picnic. So he, uh, they go through, it's a really funny adventure. It's hilarious. And the rabbit ends up getting himself into more and more trouble with the rat. So um, it's good news and he's got a picnic basket and Rat looks at him and it starts raining and Rat's like, bad news. And Rabbit's like, good news, I've got an umbrella. And then Rat goes, bad news, the umbrella flew away and it flew him away too. Good news, the umbrella fell into a tree and the tree is sheltering him from the storm. So it goes on like that. And then um, at the end... They ran in, run into some bees and they run into a cave. I'm doing a picture walk here. If you don't know what that is, that is where you look at the pictures and you just summarize as you go. Great strategy, great modeling for your kiddos. Um, and they get struck by lightning and the, the, um, they run into a bear in the cave and then they get struck by lightning and, um, the rat is like bad, 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 bad news and the rabbit gets all sad. So at the end, rat is mad at rabbit, and I think it's a rat. It doesn't look like a mouse to me. I mean, I guess it could be a mouse. You could call it whatever you want to, because I know sometimes rat has a bad connotation, but um, to me, it looks like a rat. Anyway, so at the end, rabbit um, is sad because he um because uh rat is mad at him and so rat brings the picnic basket over so what i like to do with this storybook is i like to use melody um we do good news bad bad news so you can hear i've got the major and the minor going on and we love to sing it we'll we'll read it through first then we'll sing it and we can use major and minor there's a composition element to this storybook And this storybook is one of the ones that I have in my Stories That Sing resource book. If you don't have that one, you can find it on my website shop, storiesthatsing.net forward slash shop. And it's actually under Stories That Sing Beautiful Bright Pinks and Turquoises and that sort of thing, so can't miss it. The next one is called The Listening Walk by Paul Showers. And you will find, by the way, my Amazon affiliate links in the show notes to all of these storybooks so if you want to quickly and easily find them you can do that so this is about a little girl who um, takes her dog Major and her father and they go for a walk and they walk all around the neighborhood and she likes to listen to the different sounds and um, she listens to Major's toenails they go twick, 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 twick her father's shoes go dop, 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 dop And then there's a lawnmower. It goes zoom. And then there are sprinklers. And then there are cars. Some cars go mmm. Some cars go braca, 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 braca. Some cars go and the brakes go. So she goes through and she describes all these different sounds. So I love to have my students echo. So as we're reading through, I'll be like twick 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 twick, twick and they'll go twick twick, twick twick and we will echo back and forth so we get a vocal exploration going on. Um, There is also an instrument play element to this one. You can talk about loud and soft. You can talk about high and low. You can do some listening skills. You can do composition. So one of the things that Lale and I both do is I like, after I have read this and we've explored it with instruments, I love to take my students on a listening walk and they get to write down three things they hear and then they, and I've got a whole like sheet that hopefully I'll remember to put that a link to that in the show notes. Um, So I've got this whole sheet that they fill out and then they go back in and they group up with three other people. So it's a group of four. Or if, you know, in my case, usually I'll group them up in their threes because they're in groups of three. If you have listened to my other podcasts, you already know that. Um, So that is what they will do and they will get together and they'll create sentences where they create their own sound words for whatever they hear. And then they create some sentences which translate into musical phrases. So it is a pretty cool activity. The next one is called Hoppity Skip Little Chick. And this is about a little chick who's waiting for his brothers and sisters to hatch. And his mom is sitting on the eggs. And she's like, I just need to keep these warm a little bit longer, but I'm sure you can find somebody to play with in the barnyard. So he goes out and he skips, and then he runs, and then he trips. He goes faster, faster, he skids, he bounces, boing, boing, and all of, there are sound words in here too, whiz and yahoo, and eek, and boing, boing, boing. So you can do vocal exploration with this one. You can do movement. You can do instrument play, fast and slow, and also mallet skills with this one. The next one is called Yellow Umbrella, and I love this one so much. It's a discovery that I've had for literally years, and only recently was I able to develop a lesson plan for it. So the illustrations are all painted. Um, It is called The Yellow Umbrella. Sorry, not The Yellow Umbrella, just Yellow Umbrella by J. Sue Liu, I think is how you pronounce it, but I'm not hundred percent sure. If you know, message me and let me know. So there's just illustrations. It's all painted and they're beautiful like pastel colors, but the umbrellas are all like bright colors and you get more and more umbrellas as you go. So the cool thing about this book is that in the back there is a song that they composed. And then there's also a CD and you play the CD while you're reading the story. And it is super cool. What I like to do with this one is you've got melody because you can sing the song. You've got the different themes of the colors of umbrella. You've got the rain. You can create a rainstorm. If you don't know how to do that, reach out. I will help you. Um, by the way, when I say reach out, Jeanette at stories that um, You can talk about loud and soft, and you can do some instrument play with this one. The next one is my favorite version of the Eensy Weensy Spider, and this one is adapted by Mary Ann Hoberman. So there are many, many versions of this song in storybook form, but this one is my favorite because the spider goes on this grand adventure. First, he climbs up the water spout. But then he takes a walk and he skips out to play. He swims with a frog. He The frog is like, no spiders in my pool. Then um, he goes and finds a praying mantis and they do some marching. And then um, he goes back and he's like, Mama, I need a band-aid. And he needs band-aids for his knees because he fell down. I mean, it is precious. Some of the things I like to do with this one. High and low, going up the scale, going down the scale. Then there's orf instrument play. You can do some rhythm instrument play and, of course, melody because you can sing through the whole song the first time around. You could even create some great orf accompaniment to go with your singing. Then one of the things I like to do is I like to make the spider bigger and bigger. So it goes like this. The insy-weensy spider went up the water spout. Then the next time it's, The not-so-bitsy spider went up the water spout. And I get louder as we go, The great big spider went up the water spout. So we do three versions of the insy-weensy spider, and that one is fun to do high and low. It is fun to do loud and soft with. I mean, there are so many applications to this storybook. The final storybook is called... Where There's a Bear, There's Trouble, and this is all about a bear. It's by Michael Catchpole, and Bear is taking a nap in the beautiful flowers, and he sees a yellow honeybee, and he's like, I'm going to follow this honeybee as quietly as can be. And the, ba- the bee is like, where there's a bear, there's trouble. I'll buzz off home as quickly as can be. So you hear quickly and you hear quietly. We've got fast and slow. We've got loud and soft. And it goes buzz, buzz, growl, growl, shh. So that is a good repeating pattern. As quietly as can be is a good repeating pattern. And as they are walking along, as as the bear is following the bee, all of the other animals start following him because they're like, "Ooh, the bear is gonna have ripe berries." Is what the geese say. And buzz, buzz, growl, growl, honk, honk, shh. So you keep adding on sounds. We've got a cumulative story here. Um, so the greedy geese and then the three shy mice. And then they keep adding on. And then they get to the honeybees hive and a hundred yellow bees buzz out. And they're like, oh no. And they all run back home and kind of like brown bear, brown bear, where, um, he drops off the mice and then he, um, drops off the geese. He crashes into the geese. And at the end, the yellow bee is like, I knew there'd be trouble. So, That is just the cutest story. That has movement in it, as I said before, fast and slow, loud and soft. There's vocal exploration because you know you've got the honking geese and you've got the buzzing bee and all that good stuff. You've got those repeating patterns that you can add either um, some mallet skills to or you can add some instrument play to. I mean, the list goes on and on. So I hope that you have found some great ideas. Spring is such an amazing, wonderful time to add some storybook lessons to your curriculum because not only are they so much fun to read, but they're so much fun to explore with your students, all those baby animals, and the rainstorms, and the picnics, and all the wonderful, amazing things about spring. Can you tell I like spring? (laughs) So, now, if you need some extra help or suggestions on how to use storybooks in your music classroom, you have a couple of choices. First of all, you can reach out to me, Jeanette at stories and ask me all the questions. I am so happy to answer questions. The other thing you can do is if you want a good place to find a course On how to add music skills using storybook lessons, the best way to do that is to go on over to the Happy Music Teacher Academy and join there to get your courses. So you've got Simply Music Skills, which will teach you how to add music skills, all the elements of music using storybook lessons. And then you've got Simply Literacy Skills, which gives you a way to seamlessly add literacy skills to your music classroom in like the easiest way possible. They are amazing courses. And if I do say so myself, and if you would like to hear more or read more about them, all you need to go do is go to storiesthatsing dot net forward slash join the Happy Music Teacher Academy. That will be linked in the show notes as well. But again, that is music dot net forward slash join the happy music teacher academy so let's go backwards through our seven books we've got where there's a bear there's trouble by michael Catchpool. michael Catchpool, pool eensy spider by marianne hoberman yellow umbrella by jsu lu hippity hop little chick by joe brown the listening walk by paul showers Good News, Bad News by Jeff Mack and Little Rabbit Fufu by Michael Rosen and Arthur Robins. Well, that's all I have for you today. But before I go, let me remind you, keep learning, keep growing, and keep being Fabulous You.